0: Listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing, educating, empowering, improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, how does Medicare work when your clients are, well, still working? This is one of the biggest questions we are asked about here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, and rightly so. Many adults are working past the age of 65. So if that's the case for your clients, listen up because things will work a little differently for them. We get into all the details in More People Working Past Age 65, What It Means for Agents Selling Medicare Plans, written by Roxanne Anderson. For agents selling Medicare plans, the stereotypical prospect has been someone with graying hair, approaching the age of 65 or already past it, and retired. There have always been those who don't fit this stereotype. However, lately, you've probably noticed more of them. Traditionally, getting to the big 65 has meant two things. One, that you're now eligible for Medicare based on your age. And two, that you're able to retire with full benefits. While this milestone birthday still marks the age of Medicare eligibility, it's no longer the Social Security full benefit retirement age. For those born in 1955 and turning 65 next year, the full benefit retirement age is 66 years and two months. This age will slowly increase to 67 for those born in or after 1960. The Bureau of Labor Statistics projects that by 2024, the workforce will include 36% of 65 to 69-year-olds. In addition, a 2014 AARP study tells us that 70% of experienced workers plan to work full-time or part-time in retirement. This whole paradigm shift not only affects seniors, but also those who closely work with this population. If you're an insurance agent who sells Medicare plans, it's time to consider how you need to adjust to better serve your clients and their changing needs. Today, we'll touch on some of the most common situations Medicare eligibles can face when working past the age of 65, and of course, how to handle those situations where applicable. Number one, you must be able to answer questions about Medicare while still working. If your client is receiving employer coverage from an employer with 20 or more employees, they do have options. They don't have to switch to Medicare. They could delay Medicare Parts A and B without penalty. Your client could also sign up for Original Medicare, but it's probably not worth it for them to pay for Part B since their employer coverage would be the primary payer. However, as long as they qualify for Premium Free Part A, they should probably enroll in that. Is your client receiving employer coverage from a company with fewer than 20 employees? The employer could require the client and their spouse, if the spouse is on their insurance, to switch over to Medicare once they're eligible. If this happens, Medicare will likely act as the primary payer and the employer plan will pay secondary. Number two, you must be ready to help people who plan to rejoin the workforce. One Home Instead survey found that after retirement, approximately 39% of U.S. workers aged 65 or older rejoined the workforce. If a client with Medicare unretires, they'll have to decide if they want to go on employer coverage, keep their Medicare coverage, or both. It's important to be aware and make your client aware that if they decide to unenroll from Medicare Part B when they or their spouse rejoin the workforce, they may have to pay a penalty when they re enroll in Part B later on. The exception would be if they got a special enrollment period to join Medicare Part B after their employer coverage ends. Number three you must explain how to sign up for or delay Medicare Parts A and B. With your clients possibly having to make changes to their coverage, you'll want to be sure they know how to do it. You don't want a client assuming their Medicare coverage will start or be delayed automatically. Instruct your clients that they should contact their local Social Security office for assistance in enrolling in or dropping Medicare coverage. Let your client know that if they receive their Medicare card in the mail, they can delay enrollment by following the instructions for sending their Medicare card back, and those instructions should come with the card. Number four, you must tell clients when their Medicare Supplement Open Enrollment Period, or OEP, occurs. During a beneficiary's Medicare Supplement, or Medigap Open Enrollment Period, They don't have to pass underwriting to enroll in a Medicare supplement plan, which is fantastic if they have health problems. Additionally, companies cannot charge individuals more for their plan if they do have health problems. If your client has employer coverage and there are less than 20 employees at the company, they should get a 63-day period after their employer coverage ends to enroll in a Medicare supplement plan with guaranteed issue rights. For a client with employer coverage through a company with more than 20 employees or a client without employer coverage, their Medicare supplement OEP should start when they sign up for Part B. People who miss this open enrollment period likely will not be able to enroll in a Medicare Supplement Plan with guaranteed issue rights. Number five, you must warn your clients of the possibility of late enrollment penalties. What your clients don't know, they don't know. Late enrollment penalties can exist for Medicare Parts A, B, and D. Whether or not someone incurs a penalty depends on their unique situation, mainly whether they have employer coverage and what kind, the size of their employer, and when they sign up for Medicare. If a client incurs any penalties, they will pay them for the rest of the time they're on Medicare. The penalties themselves may only be a few extra dollars a month, but they will add up over time. Number 6 you must ensure clients know you can help with the transition to Medicare. Around the time people approach retirement age, they start receiving a lot more mail and papers. To stay at the forefront of your clients' minds, we recommend reaching out to clients who are 64 and let them know that postponing their retirement may affect their Medicare enrollment deadlines. To rise above the noise even more, Consider giving your clients a unique way to remember you. Don't just hand them a business card or flyer that could get lost among all the other papers they're receiving. Give them something with your information on it that's harder to lose, like a back scratcher, fly swatter, jar opener, or a magnet. Number seven, you must be increasingly careful to not make assumptions. By now you know it's important not to assume your clients will leave their job once they turn 65 or that they've already left their job if they're over 65. There are also a few other items you need to make a conscious effort to avoid assuming. For example, if they're still working, don't assume that it's full-time and don't assume they have employer coverage. On that note, Don't assume that a client who isn't working doesn't have employer health coverage. They may have it through a spouse. How can you best avoid making assumptions like these and others? Make it a habit to ask your clients specific questions that get you the information you need to really help the client and serve them best. As an agent, it's likely that you already assist clients in all walks of life all ages, incomes, and health backgrounds. Just because someone may fit the mold for a product based on one factor, like their age, it doesn't mean that product is the right solution for them at that time. The world is changing, as it always will. The participation rate of older Americans is shifting in the labor force. And this should mean more to you than a simple change in statistics. It means. There's a change in your book of business. If you recognize this transition and shift your business strategy, you will be well ahead of the curve. We mentioned taking the time to talk to your clients and find the facts. We have made that very easy with our Fact Finder PDF. We will be linking to that in our show notes. It's a document we created for you to download and use before and during your appointments as a means to keep information about your clients organized and also to remind you of the information you should be asking about as you're meeting and talking with them. So we will be linking to that in our show notes as well as additional articles, podcast episodes, and our social links. So give us a follow on social While you're at it, follow us here on the podcast as well. That is all for this installment of our Agent Survival Guide podcast. Thanks for listening. We will see you next episode.